Welcome to the Life by Design, Not Default podcast. I'm Paige. And I'm Elaine. And we want to talk about all things life, business, and beyond. This podcast is for anyone done with the mediocre and ready to design a life that is meaningful, impactful, and fun. And we want to know, how are you living your life by design? Hey, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I feel like it's been a while, but it really hasn't, but it feels like it has. Paige and I have been uh, traveling, and so uh, yes. I'm so excited to be back um, at our normal uh, scheduled programming, and we have a great guest with you with us today, Francine Terrell. Uh, let me just introduce everybody to her. She is a heart-centered, intuitive coach and energy healer who helps entrepreneurs and businesswomen create freedom from overwhelm and learn to bring more joy into their lives. She has spent over 15 years as a corporate leader and business owner and uses her intuition, training, and experience to help busy women release the illusion of control, fear, and self-sabotage. She helps them start living from their heart and not their head and shows them how to get out of their own damn way and shine as their true authentic self to own their value, purpose, and fun. She teaches them that it is time to look at who you are being and not what you are doing. Knowing the secret to this is how her clients create true and lasting joy and ease personally and professionally. Welcome, Francine. I'm so excited to have, this is going to be such a great conversation. I can already feel it in my bones. Nice. I'm excited to be here. Thank you. Yes. Welcome, Francine. It's been a while since we've chatted with you, Um, but we know that you are doing great things all the time. Fill us in on what you're currently working on. Yeah. So you know, a lot of what Elaine said, I mean, I'm working with women that, and and I think so many women can relate to this, right? This feeling of overwhelm and frustrate, you know, this constant, I'm frustrated with so much going on. And I really help them release that pain of that and learn how to, I, I, I mean, it really is helping them get out of their own way. Cause I don't think anyone blocks us, but ourselves. Right. My Facebook group is called She Got Out of Her Own Way. And everyone yes. I talk to says that. Right. Mm-hmm. And once they can do that, they can lean into the flow of life and learn how to experience the joy and freedom that they crave. Right. So it's like it's changing those beliefs yeah. that are holding us back from having what we really want in life. Yes. See, Francine, I, I believe you and I are um, are probably sisters from other misters. Um <laughs> Because, you know, I just came out with my new book, which is Getting Unfucked. Uh, yes. It's the entrepreneur's guide to getting unfucked, getting out of your own damn way and getting shit done. Yes. Right. And right. that feels very like in alignment with you and kind of like what you do. And so I love that, um, yeah. that you're doing that because you are absolutely right. We are both the problem and the solution. We are the only person keeping us stuck Um with procrastination and perfectionism and self-sabotage and all the crap. Uh, and it's so hard. I know for women to one, um, identify it and be, have the self-awareness that it's happening. And then two, 
to know how to actually change that. So can you talk to us about how you help people change once they have that self-awareness, how do you help them change those behaviors so that they can start doing something different in order to get a different result? Yeah. And I think awareness is the first step, right? So like I have a four-step process and the first step is awareness. And in that we look at um, who you are being. So I take them through an exercise of, you know, identifying all their values and then narrowing that down to what is your top value, right? So my top values are fun, connection, and enthusiasm. So if things are not fun, I'm not connected to somebody else and I'm not enthusiastic, it's a lot harder for me to do stuff, right? Like this to me is so much fun. So it's in alignment with who I be versus paying my bills, right? right? Like I'm doing it alone, it's not fun. Not a a lot of enthusiasm there unless somebody dropped an extra 10K in my checking account, right? So first off, it's understanding that, right? Because we beat ourselves up for why we don't get things done. And once you can actually recognize that maybe that isn't in alignment with who you are, you start to, 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 to let that go, like that story go. The other thing is I also use an assessment and it shows your energy under um, stress and under every day. And what it really is, it's a response, right? It shows your response to, or your reaction to the way other people are acting. So because you told me this was a swearing friendly, um, podcast, I will share a story. I used to work for a guy that was an ass, right? Every time he sent me an email, my response was, you know, crazy typing back. Right. And then when I learned about this assessment, I went, Oh, he's always going to be an ass. I get to show up, decide how to show up and respond to him, right? Because we can't change anything external. Right. We have to learn to shift it all inside. And how do we do that is being aware of what just came up for me. Why is this bothering me? You know, when you stop pointing fingers at everyone else, it's time to look at the mirror and go, ooh, where does that show up in me? Right? Yes. And then oh we work gosh. through, then we work through that. Yeah. My daughter recently said, you know, she has a, a boss, right. And she says he will always be the villain. Right. And so we can't control what they do, what they say. We can only control how we respond. Right. right? Oh, so hard. And where is she being the villain? Right. Like right. I had a, I worked for a woman once that treated people. She dismissed them and mm. I, she, it triggered me and I was like, okay, I don't, I know I don't treat people like that. So where is that showing up for me? And yeah. I was driving home and I'm like, all right. And I, I, I refer to it as a spiritual sucker punch. Cause all of a sudden I went, Oh, oh I treat me like that. Like, mm. I was just me. And as soon as I could work through that and come out on the other side, that woman never bothered me again. Like the trigger was gone. Right. So as soon as you can do the work and release the energy that is attached to it, mm-hmm. then it's not there anymore. So right? let's talk a little bit more about that because I'm currently working through that as my own personal development right now is first of all, recognizing when I'm triggered. Second of all, identifying what the trigger is. And now you, you know, Francine, help people take it a step further and, and learning how to kind of neutralize that whole energy that happens. Now, one of the things that I do know about you um, is that you use positive methods to do that. So maybe you can share with us a little bit about that, like how we can actually work 
through it. Because, girl, I'm working on it. And right? I would say to you, it isn't always positive. Sometimes we're going dark and deep, right? Like, it's some of it is shadow work, right? Like, owning that piece of you that is ugly, right? So you have to kind of own that piece of it. But it's also being okay with it, right? We all have light and dark because you actually can't have light without the dark. So it's really owning that piece of it. Like, I had to own that I do dismiss me. And as a result, was able to, you know, that woman never changed, but I had a lot more compassion for her because I got gave more compassion to me, mm-hmm. right? So I think that's the piece. And knowing that there is no right or wrong, there is no good or bad. And I think that's the positive piece, right? Like really being able to own all parts of ourselves, mm-hmm. some easier than others, right? Mm-hmm. And being able to, you know, one of the things I've been doing my own work on is vulnerability, right? Being able to also go, okay, this feels icky and this is why, right? Like, hey, I love you and, right? I had a, a conversation with a friend of mine a few months ago. Everything she was doing was triggering me. This is a woman that we are best, best friends. We talk a hundred times a day. And I was like, I know this is me. I know this is me. And when I could actually have the conversation with her and I was like, I love you and, right? Everything you're doing is triggering me and I know it's not about me. The energy was gone because I was able to just speak what I needed to, right? Mm -hmm. So it's really putting yourself out there, which isn't an easy thing to do. Yeah, you know, it's not an easy thing to do, but I feel like it's a necessary thing to do. And it's always really necessary to have that other person that you can bounce ideas off of. Like Elaine and I, you know, we are 8338, right? That's our Enneagrams. For those of you who don't know, the reason why uh, our company is called 8338 is because we're basically yin and yang. And when she does something that triggers me, I'm like, look, girl, that's your three showing or is my eight coming out? You know what I mean? And vice versa. We feel comfortable enough to have those kind of difficult conversations. But the point is, is that you have to have someone that you feel comfortable with and you have to develop that relationship over time. Absolutely. It doesn't just come. It's a lot of trust, right? You know, I, I do a lot around trust and surrender, right? Like that's where the flow comes in, right? Because you can't allow for the flow if you can't just trust and surrender that whatever's whatever is meant right. to be is meant to be right nothing is happening to you it's all happening for you and surrounding yourself with people that you can have those conversations right they have to build you up and hold you up right mm-hmm. and i mean you know there are times where she's just like Paige, and i'm just like ah, i don't want you to tell me that right now <laughs> <laughs> and there are times where you like hand on the hip no it isn't me it oh, is of course. you yeah. right and then yeah, you're yeah, like yeah. Mm. But because I've done enough work, I'm like, okay, I can throw a temper tantrum like a three-year-old and then I can come out on the other side and go, shit, it is me. So I got to do the work and figure out what it is. Someone just sent me, uh, someone that we all know just sent me an Instagram meme because, you know, I love Instagram. And and it was like, am I the drama? I am the drama. (laughs) I'm the drama. You know, is it me? And I was just like, what are you trying to say, girl? The self-awareness, right? Right. Oh, it's so big. I'm really curious to talk a little bit more about triggers and kind of get into a little deeper conversation about what they are, why we have them and, um, and kind of how you might help people kind of, I mean, like we may feel like it's anger. We may feel like it's frustration. We may feel like it's annoyance, but 
Can you talk a little bit more about how you help people define, oh, that is a trigger for you? Right. Well, sometimes it's, you know, patterns, right? So when I'm working with a client, I'm like, okay, so we've been talking about this for four sessions. Do you want, do you want to dig in a little bit deeper? Mm. But I think the triggers come from, you know, they really are generation. They can be generational. Mm-hmm. And I, I, it's something that happened to you. I will share with you one of my triggers, right? That I didn't realize was a trigger. So I refer to myself as a control freak in recovery right? Control is an illusion, ladies. It is an illusion, right? And I've done some deep work. I do some inner child work, right? Like going to that little girl, right? So I've done some inner child work. My little three-year-old, she's adorable. She's so cute. And then I got to my 15-year-old. Well, when I was 15, my parents got divorced. And my grandmother in the same week also tried to commit suicide. She didn't, right? But she was fine. And my parents, as an adult, I would tell you had an amazing divorce. So grateful, so grateful. My 15 year old does not agree with that at all. So when I started doing inner child work, that was one angry little teenager because she was like, what the F people? Nobody's checking in on me. So what happened was she was never gonna be um, unprepared right? She was always going to make sure that she was thinking 10 steps ahead so that she was prepared, right? And that was me, right? Up until the last, I mean, I've been doing this work for a little over 10 years, but I would even say up to the last three or four years, that control person was there. I had to do some deep work and talk to that 15 year old and let her know she was safe and okay, and I'm in charge and I'm going to take care of her. But it's being willing to be able to look at those patterns. Now, nobody did anything wrong, right? I don't have children, but I know all of our parents screw us up exactly like we're supposed to, right? And it's perfect. We chose our parents and they taught us what we're here to learn. So once I could recognize where that control came from and that I had to keep myself safe, nobody else, right? Because that's what the control was. I needed to feel safe. I needed to feel okay, but Sometimes that work, identifying what that is can take some work, right? Like it goes back to, it took me years to, you know, people would say, how does that feel? And I'm a, I'm a, I'm a brainy person. Like I'd be like, feel, what, what does that mean? Feel, right? Well, I think I'm happy. I think I'm right. But really being able to sit with it and go, oh, that really is heavy on my heart. Oh, I feel that in my stuff, right? Like really being able to feel that and then taking it a step back. Well, when else have you had that happen? Oh, well, when this happened when I was in third grade or whatever, right? So being able to identify that and then realizing that isn't your story anymore and being willing to let go of the story. Because let me tell you, we love those stories and we want to hold on to them. So it's being willing to be able to let go of that and say that was then. I'm going to create a new story now. I love that. So that leads us to one of the questions that we always ask during our podcast. And that is how have you created a life by design and not default? Yeah. So when you sent that to me, I was thinking about that right now. I was like, okay, well, sometimes I think it's choice, right? Like, I'm like, I don't know if this is going to be the right answer, but there's no wrong answer. Mm-hmm. I would say it's how I've chosen. So I'll give you an example. In December of 2019, I was working in corporate as a a VP in a startup that didn't start up. They shut the company down. Great, I'll look for a new job. Then this little thing called COVID happened. Maybe you've heard of it, I don't know. 
And that's when I went, okay, you know, I've been a coach for eight years. I've been doing it in corporate. I've been doing it on the side. Now I get to decide what to do with this new reality I have, right? So the default was I had no job, right? I had to decide, but then it was what I did with it. Now, if this had been me 10 years ago, I'd still be spiraling. Oh my God, how am I going to pay the bills, right? And I had to surrender and trust that everything was going to work out. And here I am almost two years later and I am loving my friggin' life, right? So it's really being able to make a different decision. And sometimes it was a default, right? Like it wasn't my choice, but then I got to decide what to do and it became my choice. Love that. Love yeah. that. Choice is like one of those things I think that um, I wish more people would use choice, right? That they have a choice, no ma- good and bad, right? Right, right. absolutely. It's all about choice, right? You get to decide if you want to be angry. You get to decide if you want to be joyful. You get to decide how you want to show up in that in that space. You get to it's decide. so powerful. Yeah. I mean, when you get to make a decision and own it, no matter, like you said, no matter what the decision is, there's yeah. power in that. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. The other question we love to ask all of our guests is, do you have a motto that you live by? Paige, Paige has the same motto every single time. It's her, it's her motto. Mine changes um, all the time. So um, Francine, before we have you tell us yours, Paige, tell us what your, what your motto is. Sure. So my motto is I deserve to be here. I've worked really hard. I've had lots of successes. I've had a few hiccups and challenges, but I deserve to be here right now doing what I'm doing in this time, good or bad. Right. So that's my motto. And so Francine, what is your motto? Mine is change your energy, change your life. Cause Mm. I really believe like when we change our energy around situations Mm -hmm. and you know, I, I could go back to like who I was to, like, if you had met me 10 years ago, like I'm nowhere near the same person because I've made decisions of how I want to show up. And it, I, some of the time I've been kicking and screaming, right? Some of my teachers would be like, oh, you were a lot of work, right? But it is when you change your energy, you change your life, good or bad, right? Like you yeah. get to decide mm-hmm. how to show up in bad situations and in good yeah. situations. Love yeah. And energy. And I love that too, because energy is something that a lot of people don't talk about. Yeah. Um, and just that flow of energy so that I love that. And so Elaine, where are we at this week, girl? Okay. I'm going to pull out an effort. These are my badass affirmation cards. So we'll pull out one and see what's going on here. Ooh, this is a good one. <laughs> I am a grown ass human being and I do whatever the fuck I want. Yes! Well, Okay. <laughs> I love that. Right? Okay. So let's pull a rebel deck Oracle card. All right, Miss Page, you got to ask the question. What do I and want the, mm-hmm. in my life right now? Or what does the universe want me to what know? Is, I thought. Yeah. What does my life want me to know right okay. now? Okay. What does my life want me to know right now? All right. Here we go. I'm feeling this card right here. Okay. It's not everyone else's fault. It's yours. And That's I what really it wants to do. Grown ass adult, stop blaming others for your shit. I feel like that has been said before. That has said been like said 10 before. minutes ago. Whoa. Okay, I love Francine. that. All right. Now you get to ask. 
What does your All life right. want you to know right now? Ooh, what does life want me to know right now? All right, here we go. This one. All right, it says you equals tight ass. <laughs> loosen the fuck up, control freaks. <gasps> it says loosen the fuck up, control freaks don't get laid. <laughs> I love <laughs> that is awesome. Mother of <laughs> Pearl. Oh my God, that's awesome. <laughs> All right. You just can't make this shit up, right? No, you can't. Yeah. What does my life want me to know right now? Okay, here we go. This one says, fuck, shit is about to get real. Fuck, you need your people around you. Aww. Oh my God. This is all we're talking about too, right? I literally, I literally you. our conversation and right? three cards. <laughs> That's awesome. That is and three so cards. Fun. So, so fun. I'm so, telling you, man. This I know. Hysterical. Such a good gift for you. Yeah. So Francine, where can people find out more about you, your products, how you serve people? Because I know you help people in a lot of different ways. Please share with our listeners where they can find out more. Yeah. Um, so join my Facebook group. She got out of her own way. And then you can go to my website. You can either find it under foreverchangedcoaching.com or francineterrell.com. Fantastic. Yeah. It has been so fun having you. I know this is going to be a really great conversation. You know, um, for those of you that don't know, Francine was one of our level up to scale up um, summit panelists and such a pleasure to have her come back and hang out with us and get to chat with her again. So thank you thank for your you. time so today. Yeah, we're a lot of fun. I'm not even going to lie. <laughs> we're hilarious. <laughs> we are. Can we do this again next week? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. So take care, everyone. See you next time. Bye. This episode of the Life by Design Not Default podcast is being sponsored by Elaine Terso, founder of the Get Shit Done Together group. If you find yourself struggling with shiny object syndrome, finding it difficult to stay on task, managing your time, and staying within your zone of genius, the Get Shit Done Together group will give you what you really need to accomplish your goals. Productivity, consistency, accountability, mindset, confidence, habits, focus, and goal setting. Join us at getshitdonetogethergroup.com.